0: Okay, hello, hello, and welcome back. Hello. <laughs> um, it has been a very long time. I'm very aware of that, but a show of, not hand, because we're recording this, but a show of opinion. Who who else have been feeling Feel- meh lately? Me. I have been feeling meh. Me. That's- all of us. <laughs> all of us. Yeah. Well, anyways, we were talking about this the other day and we're all kind of feeling like we're in a little bit of a situation where we don't know what's going on um, mentally anymore because it's been challenging. It's been interesting. And we were like, we were talking about this and I don't know the best way to phrase this, but, but essentially we were saying sometimes things are shit and you just have to sit in the shit but then pick up yourself again and we thought that it would be a really nice topic what do you think
1: well I totally agree with you it just feels different and I am just glad that I am here with the both of you talking about this. Mm. Yeah. yeah, same,
2: 100%. I think having ups and downs is just part of life, but I think it yeah. has been really common since the pandemic started and since, you know, we live in <laughs> the most locked city in the world, it's the sixth. <laughs> lockdown now right yeah. now as you're recording yeah. um well i in i'm in vietnam and um the covid situation in my province is getting pretty bad and i see no end of lockdown in too so yeah um, <laughs> i can really empathize with you guys over there um yeah but uh yeah mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah. Tell me about it. It's definitely been one hell of a ride because obviously Melbourne is interesting to live in. <laughs> it's one of the most livable cities in the world, but I bet it's also like one of the most locked down cities in the past two years. Um, and, you know, I know it's for safety sake and everything. And I, I, yeah, Kim and I just talked earlier and we were saying, you know, like, there's nothing to complain, you know, we're all safe. Um, at least we're doing things that we love or, you know, doing things every day. And, you know, we have a roof over our head. We have money to spend and everything. But I think the first step is just acknowledge that it's not okay right now. And, you know, in, in about just over a week's time, it's going to be September. It's going to be the very big mental health month. And I think now more than ever, it's just the time to normalize talking about this um in in any context and I know I know we've talked about this many times as well but I think anyone and everyone should should recognize that it's okay for yourself and for others to to sit in a mess Um, but also you got to remember that at a certain point you have to pick yourself back up again um and I think I, I really remember this that Kim mentioned like don't let yourself fall and you know like you got to know when to when to to pick yourself up again
2: yeah I think it's really interesting you mentioned mental health there Luke because mm. Lifeline Australia which is the hotline for mental health and suicide support yeah. just receives I think a record number of calls oh in yeah the past week yeah um I think five of their highest record were just in the past week alone. And there's been a something percent increase since the pandemic started.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, I hear what you're saying. I actually saw that stat the other day and I think, I think they set something along the line of having a record day of calls in the past couple of decades, at least. Yeah. So yeah. And like, I don't know if anyone out there who's not doing okay is not talking to anyone um, because they just don't feel like talking to someone. Um, and if if there's a person like that, I, I really hope that they are going to reach out to someone um, no matter who that person is and, and just share, you know, like just, just drop a message or, or share that, hey, like I don't feel well mentally and I would love to have, A chat, you know, just sometimes all it takes is a conversation. You don't have to do much. I
1: agree with you, Lou, because Mm. the more you keep it, I feel like the more it drowns you. And it's difficult because you don't let your feelings out. And Um. sometimes I can't blame these people who are hesitant to open up Mm. because there are stigmas about, mental health some people will say that uh, it's it's not true what you're feeling is not true but you can't really tell because you know we have different feelings we have different minds you just don't know what's going on with this person so it would be a kind gesture if you can be just there for someone just to listen yeah because as what you have said it it just might, it's just, you know, a conversation with someone is good. It, it can help make their day.
0: Mm. Oh, that's so true. I love that. I really love that. And I think let's talk strategies actually, because I think one of the things that I find interesting is not just the fact that you're letting yourself fall, but it's also about like, how do you pick yourself up again you know Mm -hmm. like that is the interesting part because each of us is so different and I feel like sharing our experience would be helpful in a way and also like you know just compare and contrast and you know like find new strategies because I'm gonna be very real with you like I'm in that mess right now Mm -hmm. I'm falling and I'm not gonna lie about it and I don't know how to pick myself back up again but recently I've just been trying to do everyday thing and you know like pat myself on the back for doing everyday thing like Mm -hmm. oh hey I've read for 30 minutes today isn't that isn't that great Mm -hmm. that's just like a really like normal thing but like I in the past I could like sit and just read for like hours but now I just don't know I feel so anxious that I couldn't like Yeah. Cause I'm just like, okay, what's happening with my family? Like I want to be online and see if like anything's going wrong or anything. Cause I'm just, you know, I'm so far away from home. Um, And I'm just kind of like, I want to be offline, but at at the same time, I also want to be online in case anyone needs me. Yeah. yeah, And I know that that's like, you know, irrational fear, but it's like, it's stopped me from doing normal things. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to do my everyday thing. Like do my pick up my routine again so that's my strategy you know just do um everyday things um try to do my routines again and really celebrate the little things that I have achieved like you know like I've I've cleaned today you know like I've washed the dishes today yay me relatable congratulations you're doing great thank you actually i haven't done my dishes i'm going to do that after this call and i'm going to congratulate myself so that's my strategy what are your strategies um Mm.
1: I agree with you, Lou. Like you know, it may it may sound funny like washing the dishes, cleaning the house. It may sound funny, but as at this stage where we are in lockdown, those little things that gives you happiness because you have achieved something for the day really helps because it makes you productive. It makes you feel like you have done something great that you move today, you you get up today, and it really helps. It, it may sound funny, but it, it's true. It helps. Well, for me, I try to, you know, wake up early. I really try because I want to start my day early. I want to see the sun. I want to have that energy where um you know I give affirmations to myself because i want to have that positive mindset for the day even though i will encounter small um small things that i don't like at least i have that mindset that okay don't mind about that one you still have the rest of the day to you know um finish a lot of things and be happy there's a lot of things to to do and i just try to look forward about the best things that could happen in my day, probably maybe talking to my family and talking to my friends and having a walk, I guess. <laughs> what about you, Hua? Um, I think those
2: are all really great strategies, um, yours and lose. Um, I personally, I personally found that crying really helps <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because, uh-huh. uh, scientifically speaking, there's painkiller in tears, mm-hmm. so you feel you actually feel better after crying. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it's too much, I'm not going to hold back my tears. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I find really helpful is sleeping. Um, I I may toss and turn a bit before I sleep because I'm I'm anxious about things, but. I almost always feel a bit better after uh, a long sleep. So uh, if you're stressed, go sleep. Um, And I often, this is probably just the main thing, but I write, I write to get my thoughts out of my head, you know, to untangle my thoughts. That's something that I do often. I write in my diary, I write what I'm I write what I'm thinking. Um, I write what I wish my future self to see. Um, it just helps a lot getting my thoughts out um, on paper and in words because I feel like I'm able to understand my thoughts better and understand the situation better. I also looked back. Um, you know, on the happy pages, like when I when I wrote what I wrote when I was happy in the past, mm-hmm. and I tried to remember the happy memories. I tried to remember what I was able to achieve in the past to regain confidence in myself. Um, and you know, as the old saying goes, everything's fine in the end. If it, it's not fine, it's not the end. Um, I think there, there'll be light at the tunnel, and this all shall pass. And in a few years, when you look back, you wish you could go back and give yourself a hug and tell yourself of the past that everything's gonna be all right. So um, be optimistic and have hope, however hard that is.
0: Oh, I want to give you a hug now, I just want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, virtual hugs virtual hearts yeah that's a bit
1: um deep serious because you know memories really are important I think especially when it gave you a very special feeling and when that's the only thing that can hold you or remember things from
0: the past yeah absolutely I think I think that's really cool. And, you know, I actually have a really funny story to tell you. Actually, not funny, but like really cute story, actually. I have this friend in high school and um, she used to say that when she journal, she used two different colors. So the happy pages will be blue and the sad pages will be black. And I think it's such a cute thing to do because I love writing too and you know like I cannot agree with you more like writing really helps and I think Kim shared earlier that she she writes as well so we're all writers so we love writing which is great Mm -hmm. and it's really therapeutic but like categorizing your days and your entries like that is actually quite cute like which color do you pick today you know like normally you just write right like I love like black inks I just like write in black but like yeah, we could try that, and you know, actually try to reach for the happy color more, because it's really easy to like have just pages in black and you know, like in sadness. But it's also easy to point out the one good thing that ties the whole day together. Um, so, for yeah. example, like um, today, I'm back at work after a really long week of um, leave, and if I'm honest. It was not easy because I'm still not well yet. Um, I'm still really tired, you know, physically and mentally, even though like I don't have any um, illness at all. Um, it's definitely like a mental health thing. Um, but talking to you, you girls at the end of the day really make my day. So I could have chosen or, you know, like if I were to change color of my journal later i can definitely reach for a happy color maybe pink you know Mm -hmm. um yeah and and i think yeah maybe we can try that like that's that can be our new strategy that we can test out um or maybe we can if we don't want to change the color of the pen we can also sort of like use highlighter to like highlight the happy pages Um, or like you know, like just add stickers to the happy pages so that it's easier for you to look back on as well. And I feel like it's just such such a universal thing. Who doesn't want to read the happy pages, right? Like you want to go back to that happy feeling and um, and, and just kind of find your happy place again. And my other strategy is actually to curate your playlist. Um, so I have this place, playlist called Good Vibes Only.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's it's all happy songs and you know like it's all like empowering songs and everything um so when I feel really down like there are certain times I don't want to listen to music but when I want to pick myself up and I just want to like play really loud music to feel better I listen to songs like um original I see like, that's a really great song. Like, um, and then there's another song that I really love recently that's called A um, Hundred Bad Days. You know, like, hundred bad days make a hundred good stories. Like, that's the quote from the song. It's so amazing. And, and then another song that um, recently I, I just found, like, it's from an old album um, from Sia, but, like, I just found it recently. Uh, gosh, what's the name of the song? Unstoppable. And it's such an amazing song because it's like, you know, like the power of yourself and like your strength and everything. And yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Like there's just so many things that, that you can do. And I feel like different strategies work for different people. Um, but that's kind of like my recent strategies. What else have you got? For
1: me, I think, I've found a new hobby where I collect plants and it's very therapeutic. Oh, yeah, I love plants. I think they give that uh, positive energy to me because in the morning, um, I'm not sure if you guys know about this, but they say when you talk to your plants, it kind of gives them that um, energy as well where they grow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's what I do with my plants. Yeah. And I'm very happy to talk to them every morning. I feel like, you know, we're exchanging positive energies. Yeah.
0: Oh, 100%. Totally. Unfortunately, I have to get rid of all my plants when I got cats. I totally hear you. I love them. You actually brought all my plants to the office. And because we're in lockdown, I don't know how they're doing. I actually lost a plant. Um, I don't know why. Maybe because I didn't visit the office enough to water it. But yeah, I love plants. Yeah, so if you can, definitely get some plants. Um, I can actually get succulents because, you know, like that won't kill cats. Maybe mm. I'll get more of those, actually. You know, that's a good point. You know, greens make you happy. True. Good point, yeah. Um,
2: I... Um, I guess I'm like Lou in that uh, I also had um, certain music that that I listen to when I'm stressed, but not a whole playlist. Um, I only have a few tracks that when I turn them on, like they instantly put me in a happy mood or a relaxed mood. I guess that my brain has sort of formed responses To those certain tracks but there are only a few of them yeah um so i so i save them for Mm. for when i'm feeling like a mess Uh, Um, but yeah yeah, but it's great that whenever i turn them on like i'm I'm in i instantly feel more relaxed Mm. um apart from that i think decorating your journals can also be really therapeutic and this one this idea i haven't heard of Oh, sorry, this idea I haven't tried, but I think it may be good. Um, you know the coloring books? I yes. guess they could be pretty therapeutic as well. Yes. Although I haven't
0: tried. <laughs> I actually bought one recently, but uh, again, I have been sitting in a mess. So I'm just like not touching anything. So that's a great idea. I will definitely try to color again. That'll be fun. Yeah, and I think um I've also I don't know about you girls, if you have, if you've heard of this, but there's a book called the bullet journal method um, and bullet journaling. is it's really amazing in, in many different senses. And I'm going to find out even more when I actually get the book because it's on this way. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, like decorating your journal or like planning your days out really help. Like recently um, I have not been using a lot of pen and paper, even though, they really make me happy, mm-hmm. and so I think if you are in a dark place, if you are in a, a space where you're just, you just just don't want to do anything, um, maybe just try you know try pick up um, pens and papers and play your play your favorite music and you know just just sit there and plan your day like just just like take stuff off your list, um, create a list you know like add some stickers and and whatnot. Um, and then write out your thoughts of the day as well. Like you can, you can structure it however you want and it'll be really cool. Um, So I used to find a lot of joy in that when I was smaller, but yeah, you know, with the modern days and um, phones and everything, it's just, it's just been slipping out of my mind. So now hopefully that can help me, you know, reconnect with myself and, Mm -hmm. Also make me feel happier and, and more connected to myself. So well, that that can be something we can try. Like it, it doesn't limit to just coloring or just journaling. It can be a combination of a lot of that. Yep, totally agree. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess, love it.
1: I guess we all have we we all write here. Yeah. We always have a common denominator here.
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. one of these days we'll be like oh so what have you written you know like (laughs) and like let's see who has the most number of journals (laughs) (laughs) oh i have so many of them oh it's not even funny um i also have this like really cool journal called your dream life starts here by um christina colson who's the founder of kiki k the very big Um, yeah design um, I'm a fan of Kiki K <laughs> yeah so yeah like the very amazing design stationery um, she's from Sweden actually but she moved to Melbourne so yeah reading her story is amazing and then that, that particular journal oh man it's definitely really empowering and, and a part of me was like, kind of like scared to do it because I'm like am I ready for that you know like I'm in such a dark place like am I ready for such amazing things and I feel like that's something to to remember like when things are really tough Mm -hmm. remember that you you still got it and you're still amazing even if you don't feel like it and when once you acknowledge that and you build on it um it'll work out it's kind of like it's also kind of similar to the imposter syndrome um but I feel like being able to connect to yourself on different levels, like yes, embrace your darkness, but also kind of um, connect to the parts of yourself where where there's a lot of sunlight and you know rainbows and everything, um, and and don't forget your potential and don't forget to work towards who you want to be, and and I think that would be really helpful in helping you get out of your dark space. Um, and we, we've been talking about treating ourselves right so maybe treat yourself to a really nice journal um get yourself a pick me up you know like one of my past mistakes was thinking that oh i shouldn't buy books because i mean like they're expensive and you know like i don't have a lot of money i mean when, when i was a student obviously i was in that space now i'm not doing that now i'm trying to prioritize um investing in books and journals and things that help me but you know, sometimes it can also be like weighing, oh, should I eat out today? Or you know, should I spend that money, get a book? The answer is to get a book. Treat book. yourself with the right thing. <laughs> um, get a really nice journal, get nice pens and everything um, because that's an investment in the self and it will definitely make you feel better. Um, and, and eventually you, it'll help you grow, th- grow as well, even when you're in such a dark space. Um, I know I'm all over the place right now, but I hope that makes sense totally agree with you but you
1: know Lou, that's good that you know that um, you're acknowledging that um, you're kind of not in a good space right now it yeah. just makes you resilience because you know where you are and you know how to pick up yourself and that's important
0: oh thank you ritual hug <laughs> um. yeah uh, when can i actually hug you guys that's a golden question who knows? Really? Yeah. Well, especially while, like she's she's all the way in Vietnam. I mean, like I might actually, <laughs> I might actually go, go back next year. So who knows? I might actually see you <laughs> soon. Oh, guys, you're leaving <laughs> me here. Oh, oh. well, give me, you know, it's a part of life, right? And 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 that's something that I've been having to think about as well. Like, um, you have to remember that it's there are a lot of things in this life that you cannot decide or change um and and that's okay like that's actually something that I have been thinking about because I mean when I moved to Melbourne um, I didn't think about anything I was like let's just let me move here let me grow and learn and change and you know like I'll be a better person when I'm back but then I fell in love with the place and the city and the life and I was just like oh my gosh like can I extend my stay like can I like keep growing but then you know, like life happens and obviously like Australia is Australia, right? So um, yeah, I do not want to leave you here, Kim, <laughs> in all honesty, but like if I have to, um, uh, or if I get to, you know, I'll go home and um, when, I, when I'm there, I'm a better person. So I'm trying to actually not get too stressed out about where I'm going to be next year. I'm mm-hmm. just a bit, I know a lot of, of others are like me. Like I'm just a bit sad that that my my, my years in Melbourne um, are impacted by this whole global pandemic. But uh, the flip side of it is Melbourne is not a bad place to be stuck in, in this pandemic. I know there are a lot of lockdowns, but there, also, there have been a lot of amazing things as well. Um, so I try to focus on that. And that, that is my final strategy of the day today is focus on the good around you and do what you can to improve um, the not so great. Um, yeah. It's not ideal right now for a lot of people, but if you focus on the bad things, you'll, you'll just see bad things all the time. But if you focus on the good things, you'll see more good things. Um, and that'll make you feel a little better. And uh, I've been guilty of focusing on the, not so great stuff, but now I'm trying to every day focus and meditate on the good things so that good things manifest. I agree with you. That's totally true. Yeah. So girls, any final strategies you would like to share? Mm,
1: I guess for me, love of attraction.
0: Oh, I love it. Tell me more. <laughs> that's for me oh tell me more Kim I uh, love hearing that stuff so again tell me more right. how well
1: I think as what you have said earlier the more you focus on the negative things the more you see the negative things the more you focus on the positive things the more you see the positive positive. and I guess that it's really true Um, I don't know how the universe makes it work, but it totally happens when you put your mind into doing the good things or seeing the good things, then it really helps. You don't even, sometimes you don't even do stuff, but positive things keeps on coming your way.
0: Absolutely, so great. Yeah, I think it's definitely related to my point earlier. So yeah, keep focusing on the good things and attract the good things to come to you. Um, It's really easy to actually attract the bad things, by the way. So yeah, this exercise is going to be really cool. And maybe do that in your journal.
2: Mm. Good idea. Um, I guess my final strategy would be never stop loving yourself. Um, yes, I I know that it's easy to hate yourself sometimes. I I do it all the time whenever I make s- stupid mistakes or so when I when I feel stupid or embarrassed. Um, it's easy to feel like that from time to time. But um, at the end of the day, I don't want to give up on myself. And you're the one who will love yourself. Um, more than anyone. So um, I think keeping your head high, believing, believing in the potential new you um, and loving yourself no matter what, um, that's the key to being resilient and adapting to any mess um, you're thrown into, I guess.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love that I have to like drop two hearts because I'm I'm such a huge fan of what you're saying
1: Uh, you know what ladies every time I talk to the both of you I feel emotional I don't know why but me too
0: (laughs) every time I talk to you I'm just kind of like I'm so lucky like every time I talk to you I'm just like I'm so lucky that I have you both in my life and I'm so grateful for our conversations because it's very rare to, to be able to talk about these things and be so vulnerable and also being so positive about the bad things that are happening. So, yeah. Mm.
2: It's really good to have us here today.
0: Yeah. And always, you know, just not not just today, but like, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of stuff we talk about that don't go on record you know, yeah. so I love those <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, and, and you know, like fortunately this one made it, um, to a, a platform and we actually have this recorded, but you know, all of our conversations are really uplifting and, um, yeah, if, if anything, the, the, my final words would be, um, find yourself a really great tribe, you know, talk to amazing people and they will lift you up.
1: Oh, that's true. Group hug. Group virtual hug.
0: <laughs> and hug our audience as well, whoever yeah. you might be. Virtual hug to everybody. Um, stay strong. And we've got this.